Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm so excited you're here. I hope you have your headphones on so we're one-on-one, you're cozied up with a blanket somewhere, or you've got a drink made and ready to go, because today we are going to have a good but important talk. Winter just arrived, and for a lot of people, seasonal affective disorder or depression is starting to set in. Maybe it already has. If you don't know what it is, I hope this is something that helps you learn about and understand it better. If this is something you deal with, or you know someone who deals with it. I hope that these tools, tips, advice, my story may in some way help you. I will share my experience with seasonal affective depression, but I would like to first just explain what it actually is. According to psychiatry.org, you can find the website in the show notes, SAD, seasonal affective depression or disorder, is a major depressive order with seasonal patterns. Most people experience this in the winter, but symptoms can begin to occur in fall as the daylight hours get shorter. According to the website, as seasons change, we as humans experience a shift in our biological clock which means there can be changes in our usual daily schedule, our moods, and our mental health. Common symptoms include loss of activities that you usually enjoy, a drastic change in appetite, loss of energy, oversleeping, difficulty thinking and concentrating, or feeling down and fatigued, which is common to a lot of other mental illnesses and can make this a little bit hard to diagnose. Now that I have some of that covered, I am ready to share my own experiences with you. So buckle up. I am actually diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and dysemia, which is a mild but long lasting form of depression. So you may be wondering, the hell do you know that you have seasonal affective disorder or depression? Explain this to me. I'm confused. Okay. Even though I have anxiety and a form of depression, through the spring, summer, and beginning of fall months, I'm really good at getting up with my alarm. I'm really good at, at a certain time. Press and play on my beach body workout. I 
I'm very specific about those things and I'm really good at keeping to those schedules. I'm very specific in the later fall months and winter about trying to keep up with that, but boy does it get hard. Right now I am actually most struggling with sleeping. A sleep schedule really helps my anxiety, but seasonal affective depression kicks in in the fall and winter and throws that all to hell. It is a fun circle of mental illness life. (laughs) If you are with me on this, you are far from alone. If I'm being perfectly honest, just about everything in my life feels harder once my seasonal affective depression kind of takes over. I sleep either less or more than I should. I am not consistent with what time I wake up and press play on my workouts. I am a little bit lazier about getting good meals into me. I still manage to do it, but I'm a little bit lazier about it. My energy definitely drops. Mood changes. Being creative gets harder. I really do mean it in every aspect. Life really does get just a little bit harder than it already is with anxiety and depression when that kicks in. Mental illness isn't taken seriously enough, unfortunately as is. So I feel like a lot of people really don't take seasonal affective depression seriously. They take it as people just being lazy or being miserable or, you know, having the January blues. It's not always just that. There is an actual biological, neurological change that happens in us when these colder months come on, when fall and winter approach, which means less daylight. But this is part of why I'm doing this, why I create a triumph after trauma. I want to help people connect who are going through the same things. I want you to be able to relate to me better. I want to know you better. I want to help you heal and I want to help end the stigma around things that are really serious and aren't taken serious enough right now. To get back to sharing a little bit about my story, I will be honest and admit that when I was 18 and young adult, okay, younger adult, I'm only 30, I am nowhere near old, when I was in my early 20s, well say, when I was 18 and in my early 20s, I just kind of let my anxiety and depression take over when seasonal affective depression kicked in, I didn't really do anything about it. There was a time I didn't even try to learn how to cope with anything. I just was in such a bad state that I just let my mental illness control me. I've come a long way since then. I do not have it all down pat perfectly, and I'm not an absolute pro with this who always gets things right. I am indeed a human like you, and sometimes seasonal affective depression can still win. But I've come a long way since being in my teens and younger 20s. And there are three specific things that I find really help when seasonal affective depression kicks in that I actually find just really help my anxiety and depression in general. One, 
working out. Now that doesn't mean every day you go to a gym or you lift heavy or you do crazy cardio. I personally listen to my body. Even though I'm with Beachbody and I follow programs, I sometimes will switch the days up because on the days that it says cardio, I may be on my period and my body's like, honey, that yoga flex day is what you need. And I'm like, okay, next week when I'm feeling better, I'll do the cardio, switch today in for yoga. So I don't just do crazy workouts just because this is what the schedule says or what any program that you may be following says. I still always listen to my body. So that's one. Moving my body daily, but listening to my body about what type of movement it needs. That is huge for me. I may not in the fall and winter months be good at pressing play at the same time every day, but I do still do it and I do make sure that whatever time I wake up, it is the first thing I do because me time first thing in the morning is super important and working out is something that helps me immensely. Number two, super simple, will probably seem really silly, but it does a world of wonders. A good dance party, whether it's with your friends, your pets, your kids, or you do it solo. A good little dance party to some of your old favorite music or some of the music that you're loving and is hot right now. It can do wonders. Just go try it. If you're in some sort of bad mood right now, or your seasonal affective depression, or any type of mental illness you have is kicking in right now, go try it. Throw on one of the happiest songs you know and love, and dance. Tell me it doesn't work. Tell me it doesn't help. It does for me every time. I hope that's something that will help you if it's not something you already do. Three, personal development. This is something I take serious every day, all year round, but I go a little bit harder with my personal development and my gratitude in the colder months when the days are longer and feel harder, when it's suddenly freaking nighttime and pitch dark before dinner. It's just something that really helps keep me in check. There are a lot of ways to cope with any sort of mental illness, but these are the three ways that I find have the biggest impact on me, even when seasonal affective depression is trying to kick in or take over. I'd like to give hydration an honorable mention, just quickly because the past couple months I have been doing really well with my water intake, and I find that getting enough water a day doesn't just help me mentally, but it just it helps my whole mind and body. So drink your water, everybody. That's another little bit of advice. I am not here to give you examples of things that work for me that are going to be super hard for you to do or try. My goal is to tell you these things worked for me. They're tangible and you can try them too. Hopefully they will work for you, but they're tangible and you can at least try them. So if you do deal with seasonal affective depression and try any of these, let me know if it helps you. And if working out or 
doing personal development isn't something you do and you'd like to start that to see if it helps you mentally, feel free to message me. I can give you some tips and advice on where to start or maybe even just help you set up a little routine. If you didn't know some of these or all of these things, I hope they have helped you understand this mental illness better. And if you are experiencing this right now, I hope that you will take time for yourself daily to do things that make you feel good mentally, physically, spiritually. And I hope you feel better soon. If you specifically try any or all of the tips I just gave, please let me know if they do help you because when I release a podcast and I get a message from one of you saying that it's actually helped change your mindset or made you feel better about yourself or it's helped got you out of a bit of a dark place, I just melt. This is what I'm doing this podcast for. This is my final podcast episode of 2021 and I may have only technically started on December 6th, but it has been an incredible journey already and I would just like to thank you all for that. I really cannot wait to share more with you in 2022, get to know you all better, and help you all grow and thrive. I would like to share this quick but important reminder with you all that your mental illness or illnesses do not define you. They are simply a part of who you are. You have anxiety or depression or bipolar, whatever it is, that is not what and who you are. Do not let anybody ever make you believe or think that. What you are going through right now, it will get better because you are stronger than you may think You may know how strong you are and you may just not give yourself credit for it, but you are damn strong and you are going to get through whatever this is. Do not forget, mental illness is just a part of you and you can be in control of it. If you're not right now, you will be one day. You're going to get there. I cannot believe this is the final triumph after trauma episode of 2021, but I am so excited to continue this journey with you and grow our community in the new year. I hope you have a safe rest of the holidays and New Year's. And if you're in a bit of a crappy situation, especially if it's because of what's going on in the world, my heart is with you. I feel you. I hope you still are able to make the best of these next couple days or about a week. I will be back at the start of the new year to kick 2022 off strong with you all, but I hope we get a chance to connect before that. I just wanted to remind you that I'm so grateful we're connected and I can't wait to get to know you better in the new year. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. 
you're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.